Welcome to this week's episode of No Pirate No Podcast Armada Fancast, where we talk about all things Armada. So in this episode, we're going to kind of look at where we kind of where everything stands half season. Um, maybe talk a little bit about ourselves and look ahead to the Armada's next match against Tallahassee. So um, at the time of recording, we have Southern States in first, New Orleans in second, Tallahassee third, the Armada in fourth. Pensacola 5th, Florida Roots in 6th. So, Brian, um, let's look back at where we were for initial, uh, the, the, our predictions at the beginning of the season. Where, where did you have things? Uh, where do you think we we're going to be? I guess we really didn't look at midseason. We were more talking about where things were going to be by the end of the season. What did you have for your predictions? Yeah, Dan. Uh, so we did, we did season predictions at... And one of our earliest episodes, um, I believed I had Armada ending the regular season in first yep. with Southern States in second, both of them hosting playoff games. And then, you know, Southern States would face New Orleans on the road. Uh, excuse me, New Orleans would be on the road in that one. And Pensacola would visit Armada. So, and then that would leave Tallahassee and then Florida Roots out of the playoffs. Right. Um. I had Armada and New Orleans winning their playoff games, so New Orleans would come to visit Armada for mm-hmm. the conference final, and I predicted New Orleans to win the conference playoffs right. and move on into the national bracket. Right, and I had Armada in first, Pensacola in second. That was my bold prediction, which is probably not going to come Not up. panning out right now. Not panning out at all. Um, New Orleans third, Southern States fourth, fourth Tallahassee fifth, uh, Florida roots in the sixth. Um, so I think we're, we're, we're all in, in pretty good uh, stead right now is our Florida roots prediction. The big shocker yeah. uh, this year has been Tallahassee. Um, mm-hmm. They're sitting in third right now. I think uh, we both had them in next to last um, kind of surprising where the Armada sits right now. Um, wouldn't you say that that is, I guess because we all had Armada pick first, including Derek. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of disappointing. Yeah, I would say I wouldn't be so much disappointed in Armada, but they've had one loss mm-hmm. you know, at this point in the season. Right. Uh, I'm just more impressed with the play from the rest of the conference. Yeah. Um, you know, Southern states are who I, you know, are, are up there. Right. You know, I had them one in second. I, I'm not shocked that they're in first necessarily. Right. Right now. Um, you know, but but certainly Tallahassee is a heck of a lot better than I expected. Yeah, for sure. Um, so kudos to them. And uh New Orleans are about where I think they'll be too. Yeah, I think uh looking at you know, looking at the standings where where you know, kinda of lies now, I guess really you know, like I said, I made kinda of had a bold pick of of Pensacola. Doing, doing really, really well. And I just pulled that out of my butt. And uh, you can see what happens when I pull things out of my butt. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, like I said, I don't want to say disappointing, but we, we've kind of gotten ourselves in, in a little bit of a, of a pickle um, as far as, you know, we, you know, we need to improve, you know, greatly. Not that we're playing poorly. We're just not playing at that level where we were at last year. Um, yeah. 
So uh, Derek had uh, Armada first, New Orleans second, Southern States third, uh, Pensacola, Tallahassee, and Florida roots. So I don't think any of us are, are like I said, if we had to pick a, a midseason winner amongst the three of us, I don't know if uh, we can really do that. Um, yeah, that'd be hard to do. Um, I wouldn't say Armada, you know, is the midseason winner personally right now. No, um, you know, I, you know, I am, I'm looking at Southern States, you know, they, they have played well. They've had their, their one loss so far has come to Tallahassee, right? Uh, Tallahassee themselves, they just haven't won enough games. They haven't lost up right. to the point of this recording. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm, it's it's hard for me to really pinpoint one as a winning club, other than just looking at the standings and seeing Southern States as first. Right. Yeah. It's um, not where I expected we would be at this point. Um, well, I mean, from this point on, it, everyone's at least played five games. Uh, Southern States and Florida Roots, they've each played at six because they've played you know themselves additionally. Right. Um. You know, how do we see the second half play out from here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how, how do we think the, the final four is going to be? Or, or how about this? Let's, let's ask each other, who, who's our fifth and sixth clubs, you know, at the end of the season at this point? I think we can both pretty easily look at Florida Roots as being, you know, one of those two. Yeah, for um, sure. And with, with three losses, I don't know if, um, you know, Pensacola stands a chance of, of, of turning it, you know, turning things around. So mm-hmm. I think we're, we're safe to say we're, we're good for a playoff spot. It's just where we're going to land in that, uh, unless, unless, you know, the wheels completely come off, you know, it's where we're going to land in that, in that top four. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, is, is from a supporter's view, you want, you, you know, you want, you would love the team to, to win out. Um, you know, is that going to happen? I don't know. So what, how many more games? Five games? Yes. You know, so five straight wins because they're coming off the loss right now. Right. It's not um it's not impossible. No, you look at the, I know you, you look at you look at the way things played out last year, right? I know, exactly. And it's I I see that and I also recognize how incredible and unusual of an outcome that is for, for oh, a yeah. season. Oh uh, yeah, we, we were spoiled spoiled with that for sure. Yeah, so I don't I don't expect a crazy win streak for us to go deep, but um, I know it's possible for us to end up in first if we win out supposedly. Right. But um, I don't think we're gonna win out. I think right now for the Armada, the the ceiling is probably third. Right. Um, I think that they'll probably end up in third, possibly fourth. You know, at the end of this season. Right. I think the top two are gonna be you know. Uh, Southern States, New Orleans, possibly. I think that's still going to be consistent, and I think Armada are going to compete with Tallahassee between third and fourth. I'm hoping for 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 uh, second, just for per, you know purely selfish reasons, because I'd hate to have to travel for a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like I said, completely selfish. So I would love first. Would be completely happy with second. 
third or fourth would be, you know, I have to say a little bit of a disappointment based on our expectations, you know, and obviously we're looking at all the, at least I'm looking at all this in the mirror of, of, of last season, you know, um, it was, you know, special. I mean, maybe this, this, you know, this season proves how special that was, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, we, we've kind of kept coming to this season with, with, you know, really, really high hopes, and something to, you know, to back that up was, you know, our high. You, know, you go into as a fan, you go into every season with high hopes. At least most people do. Um, I guess, you know, I mean, like unless you were, you know, a, a you know, a Jacks fan, you know, a Jacks fan over the years, you know, you kind of got to the point where you weren't going into seasons with high hopes. But after the run we had with the Armada last season, you know, you go into this season with really high hopes, and you know, it's been. Yeah, a little bit of a disappointment. Um, so yeah, I would think anything below for me, anything below second is a disappointment. Um, you know, if we were playing in a larger conference, mm-hmm. you know, I would be maybe be a little bit more worried. Um, but you know, being that we have you know really six active teams and the top four make the playoffs, um, yeah, I, I would expect that we would make the playoffs. You know, for sure. Um, like I said, I'm being a little more optimistic with you. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, obviously second would be worst case for me. Third and fourth would be disappointing, but hey, we're still in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, in contrast to that, I'm just, I'm okay with third and fourth at this point. Uh, I would be ecstatic if we ended up in second, if we were able to host a playoff. And honestly, if, you know, there's that slim chance that we'd still have a playoff opportunity at home, you know, if we end up in third. Right. You know, right. we could host the conference final if it's complete upsets. True. Which, you know, slim as it may be, but it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we were, you know, we were spoiled last year for sure. And by no means, you know, I say that we, you know, we have a terrible team this year. It's just not at the same caliber as last year. So, you know, expectations, you know, I guess I, yeah. I need to, you know, came in came in being really excited, and uh, you know, I guess I need to, to temper those those expectations because we're lucky to have what we have, you know, with you know amazing amazing coach, amazing uh, organization, and some really really great players. It's just kind of like all the pieces kind of haven't fallen into place. Um, and I say, you know, I hate to talk to you know to talk like this and sound like you know I'm complaining. I'm not complaining at all. Um, it's just about adjusting those expectations a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about this at least. We're, we got three home games mm-hmm. for the remainder of the season. Yep. That'll be Tallahassee, New Orleans, and Roots. Mm-hmm. And we have two road games, Southern States and Pensacola. The last three home games, we're not going to be at Bishop Kenning. Uh, we're right. going to be at Hodges Stadium. So that'll Which- be another change. Right, which suits our playing style. Yeah, I agree. You know, we got a better pitch at Hodges Stadium for certain, too. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll, we just got to take it one game at a time. That's the other thing is you can't you can't look at the rest of the season and say, "Well, we got to win five games." Right. You just got to win the next game. It's like what do we always you know? say? You don't want to talk about playing. You know, let's not talk about playoffs. We yeah, we don't talk about playoffs. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but obviously, it's our position right now where we have to. Well, we just did. So, I mean, yeah. I, guess, I guess it's part of you know what we kind of have to do here. We have to do that, but let's, we're not going to get uh, too deep 
into well if this happens and that happens and this happens and that happens then this is going to happen i hate that because it just doesn't feel right to me to do that all right we're going to take a quick break and uh with one of our sponsors and we're going to hear from coach tommy we'll be right back after this this episode is sponsored by print kingdom Print Kingdom is a local veteran-owned business offering custom screen-printed goods to help elevate and make your small business or organization stand out from the crowd. Joining No Pyro No Podcast today is Coach Tommy K of the Jacksonville Armada. Tommy, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we are now halfway through the Armada NPSL Gulf Coast Conference season, and the team is sitting in fourth place with a 1.6 points per game after two wins, one loss, and two draws. How do you feel about this season? Has How do you feel the season's played out so far? Well, of course not the way we, we were hoping it would, but um, things are still in our control. If we were to win out the games, we would finish first. Um, but what we don't want to do is... Um, ex- only expect that we're going to just win out easily so we need to make sure that we go game by game day by day training by training and do the things that we're in control of and try to do the best that we can so uh where, where do you see the team needs to improve uh, on the second half of the season well to be honest with you we finally had um somewhat of a preseason if you if you think about it. we started early we're not complete. First two games not complete in, in roster. Um, so the break now, you know, 10, 14, 10, 14 uh, days has helped massively in in getting the boys together, getting the, the team to understand roles and responsibilities, but also have somewhat of a mini format of a preseason uh, to get everyone on the same page and, and, and see out the second half of the season as, as we should. Okay, so um, you mentioned earlier that the, if the Mar- Armada wins out, you guys will be at a 2.3 points per game um, and finish first place in the Gulf Coast Conference. Uh, do you feel that the game coming up against Tallahassee is going to be a must-win game? Yeah, from here on out, everything's a must-win game. Um, you know, we, we don't want to only clinch playoffs just to clinch playoffs. We want to finish at the top, um, and we're going to prepare and do everything that we can uh, game by game to be able to, to, to do so. We have... Uh, we feel we're ready. We feel we've done a we've done a really good job with the team. The team looks solid, uh, prepared. The injured players have come back and and are not only in return to play, but are are fully integrated back into the squad. So we're excited to see it. We're we're having we're you know we're we're starting to have really tough decisions on who's going to play and who's going to sit out. And so these are good problems to have. These are the problems that we had last year, and now we're excited again. Nice. Um, Tommy, thank you so much for your time today for the podcast. And uh, before we let you go, since there's only a 10-game uh, NPSL regular season, any friendlies or exhibitions in the works? Yeah, there's something that's going to be announced pretty soon. Um, we do have a, a scrimmage with Savannah Clovers we've set up uh, late in July, but we, we might even uh, have something set up as early as next, uh, next week, early in the week. Um, that's something exciting that, that's come about just recently and so we're hoping to announce that uh, early next week awesome well thank you so much tommy have a great day thank you for having me and we're back hey everybody so i know that this is a this is somewhat of an unusual episode in that we do not have a game to recap for you in good detail but i figured we maybe take the opportunity and talk a little about it ourselves you know uh who we are why we are doing this and why are we even fans of 
the oh. Armada Club. Because although I know some of our listeners probably already know us fairly well. Hi, Mom. Uh, you know, there may be some people out there that really don't know anything at all about us. So I'm going to start off the question here. Ask you, Dan. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, fire away. Yeah, so let's start with what was our first Armada Armada match? Could you remember? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I can't tell you the date. Um, mm-hmm. It was the, the first Armada match. Uh, was it the friendly against Philadelphia? Yes, it was, and the, the famous Jamal Johnson goal. Um, mm-hmm. I really wasn't a part of Section 904 at that time. Uh, my time was a lot of my time was involved with uh, Jacksonville Axemen Rugby, um, mm-hmm. doing some things for them. Um, I was I did some travel arrangements for them. I did uh, uh, some merchandise sales and things like that for them, and helped with game day setup and operations and things like that. So I'm, my uh, time of what was then was the. Uh, Spring season, I guess it was called back in the ASL days, was kind of yeah. more. I was more involved uh, working with that, but I was at that game. Um, it was amazing. Kind of brought a little bit of a tear to my eye uh, to to see you know that level of support of soccer in Jacksonville. Um, I'd been you know I'm a Jacksonville resident almost all of my life, except for a short time in the UK, and um, I'd seen everything from the uh, Jacksonville Cyclones, the mm-hmm. League. Um, to uh, what was, I guess, the last iteration, maybe? I don't know if it was, I can't remember what league it was, the Jacksonville Destroyers. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, playing at, uh, at JU. So to see the Armada finally come along and with all the hype of of what was uh, NASL 2.0, um, you know, fell for the hype. Um, I had met one of the uh, Section 904 uh, founders, Jake Sillick. Um, online um at the old uh i don't know if you ever participated in the big soccer uh forum um mm-hmm. you know and so i was already kind of new of section 904 and 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 all that and before it kind of even started and was just excited and hyped uh to 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 see it here in jacksonville what about you uh my first armada match i think it was in the 2016 season i know it was at the baseball grounds and I know it was against Rayo OKC. Um, I remember they were doing a promotion that night. My, uh, I took my sister to a game. She was interested in seeing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing uh, Pride. They had a they had a, the Pride scarf, yeah, not the mm-hmm. rainbow scarf. Yeah. So that was my first uh, kind of Armada item. Uh, and so collection goes on from there. Where did you um, Where did you sit that match? Oh gosh, I know that we were in the actual seats. We weren't in the bleachers. Yeah. Um I can't I think we might have been behind the the goal opposite okay. the bleachers. Okay. Um I know that we weren't along the along the field. But I know like it was a it was a loss for the Armada. Can't remember the exact score. But um yeah, from from that point on I didn't go to to games regularly from then. I was you know, I'm, I'm, I was just becoming more of a sports fan in general at that point. I didn't really get into, uh, you know, soccer or even sports until like college and even more so well after college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I just had this, uh, kind of interest in all sorts of different sports. You know, I, I went to a lot of rugby games with my sister, the Jacksonville Axemen. We were big fans of them. Okay. You know, that was a great experience for us just to, just to share that with each other. 
Yeah, you may have, you may have you probably saw me there at some point. Like, I, I, I may have, and I never knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I think it was Akarika Don was one one of our favorite players. Yeah, you know the guy with the the beads in his hair. Yeah, he used to and, slap uh, used to slap people in the head with him. Yeah, and I want to say it was like one one game uh, that was memorable for me with the Axemen was like uh, they they were playing Philadelphia. Yep. And some sort of controversial thing happened in the game. And, and I'll I'll easily admit that I went to so many rugby games and I didn't understand all the rules entirely. Right. Because it was such a new thing to me. Right. Um, but, like, he, Akarika, was so pissed. Like, he started saying, you know, F Philly or something like that, you know, and yeah, getting the, the crowd. And, and the whole crowd. Yeah, I remember that game. The whole crowd got going. Philly, yeah. was, Philly was probably our biggest rival, and that was because they were the only team that played at our level um, yeah. as far as a performance. Everybody else, you know, we would have blowouts. We would, you know, but anyway, but this isn't, a, this isn't, uh, yeah, yeah, this is this an is, Axman talk. I know. This is an Axman podcast, which is something we thought about doing a long time ago. Um, yeah. You and I. But no, Getting getting back to Armada, I'll say yeah, you know that that Rayo OKC twenty sixteen game was my first one, um, and then I think I bought I, I went to some games spotty. I know I went to one Tampa Bay Rowdies game at the baseball grounds, and I hung out in the bleachers, but I wasn't hanging out with nine oh four then or anything at all. I didn't I didn't know anybody. I would yeah. just go by myself and just hang by myself and kind of just be in the environment. Right. Right. Um, and then I eventually bought season tickets. I bought season tickets when they went to Hodges for the first time. Okay. And, you know, uh, went through that experience. And, of course, you know, the 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 owner, Frisch, I think his name was. Yeah. Uh, you know, sells, sells the club back to the league or whatever and the whole turmoil about that. And then RP buys it all, all during that season. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways... Uh, you know, I, I eventually met up with um, some 904 members when I went to a preseason match. I, I, I drove and got a hotel over in, I think it was Clearwater. And they were doing a preseason match against an MLS club. Okay. And, of course, you know, when you're, when you're on a away day for a preseason game for a club like, you know, this and such a low professional league at the time, uh, you know, there's only going to be like maybe – 15 people there. <laughs> right, right. So, so that's your opportunity to really get to know people. Yeah. And, and from that point on, I, I was hanging out with the supporters group and becoming more involved with them and their activities. What was your most memorable match? My most memorable match was at the Hodges stadium. Um, and it was the one where Zach Steinberger, uh, got the goal of the year the scissor uh, kick. with the scissor kick. Yeah. That you was know, against I remember, the Cosmos. Yeah, exactly. It was the Cosmos that tied the game, um, you know, and it was at you know stoppage time where he when he got this goal. Um, I took my wife, my my then girlfriend, now wife, and and uh, you know our our daughter um, to that game, you know, because I was trying to sell them on this on this whole sport because they aren't they aren't huge fans, right? And the the environment and the excitement about the game and everything. And the big the big thing that got him there was that they were doing fireworks after the game, in the That's in the <laughs> in the parking lot, out over by Hodges. There you so, go. But, yeah. but the way that that game ended and the excitement and seeing, you know, Steinberger run up to the to the supporters group. We were not you know hanging around near there. We were elsewhere in the stands. But like yeah. all this excitement is happening, and I look at my wife and she's like, "Can we go now?" 
<laughs> yeah, so she she didn't get the bug, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Bug, she didn't yeah. get the bug, and you know, uh, my daughter she'll attend some games with me sometimes, but not so much Armada. She'll she'll be more interested in like uh, if I go to an MLS game or something like that. Yeah, for for pure excitement, that was that was a pretty exciting match. Uh, that's one from a from a supporter's perspective. There was an away game to uh, to Tampa. And I can't remember. I don't remember what the result of the game was. I'm just thinking from the the perspective as a, as a as a fan or a supporter. Um, I remember the our, the the team put on a bus. This was still back in the ASL days. Obviously, the team put on a bus. We didn't take the bus. Uh, we drove separately. Um, but they stuck us. Um, in the middle of just kind of regular people section. Um, and it was just not the, we had people pulling, trying to pull down our banners and people were throwing food at us. And yeah, that was memorable. I, I don't know, but you know, we were talking about what, you know, things that have been memorable. Um, I mean, I've sure. had, had so many over the years, a lot of things just sort of run together and I'm getting old. Um, but as far as far as like an away day, that was just the whole the whole the, the pregame uh, before the game was fun, um, and just I'm pretty sure we either tied or lost. But that sometimes it's not about the result. Um, yeah. Why do you support the Armada? Um, you know, it's it's about soccer to me. You know, mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've I love the sport. I love it from for a lot of different things. Um, you know, part of it is just all the different levels of competition. You know, you could have international, you could have international club, you could have you know national leagues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I clearly just love soccer itself, and mm-hmm. I love the energy that being at an Armada game is, mm-hmm. um, especially you know when you're with a supporters group. Right. You know, and uh, the experience of literally standing all game and, you know, singing out loud or cheering or whatever, um, losing your voice 40 minutes in, um, you know, if you're lucky, uh, it's it's just so much fun. It's it's my it's my outburst of life. Right. It, 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 you know, for me, it's sort of being in a supporter section at soccer and things like that. And for me, um, you know, it's about supporting your local team. It's something I, I, I picked up from when I, when I lived in England for a few years. Um, but it's funny. You mentioned that about standing up for, for 45 minutes for the half. Um, after I moved back to the States from England, um, I got to go to my first Jags game and um, I haven't, hadn't been to any sort of American football and, over right around four years and um so i finally excited because when i had left the, the jags didn't exist yet well they, they'd been announced but they hadn't they hadn't really played so i was all excited and i go back and i get there and i'm like everybody's sitting <laughs> and yeah. everybody's everybody's getting up to go get beer and why are we sitting here you know in between you know obviously for the commercial breaks and things like that and then you know it's the complete opposite, right? You, you, it's you know, a leisure kind you know, of thing. You, yeah. you sit down for your, you're not as, it's more passive than it is active. And, um, but it's funny, but you know, 
my my whole background is as far as with soccer is I played in high school. Um, didn't play very well. I went to a very very much a non soccer high school. I went to Andrew Jackson High School. Soccer was mm-hmm. not high on the priorities there. It was uh, basketball. We were state champions uh, in my in my time in high school, so basketball was the big priority there. Um, okay. Then it sort of fell off a little bit because you know I'm, I'm old enough to back in my day there was was it cable TV or there was cable TV but there was no soccer on cable TV. Um, we used to get something on PBS. Um, I know you're a little bit younger than I am, so you may remember this. There was some, something called Soccer Made in Germany. No, never heard of that. It was a series. It was a show that was on PBS every Sunday, and they showed German uh, German league uh, highlights. It was a condensed version of German matches, and it was hosted by a British guy named Toby Charles. And <laughs> I used to watch that. That was back when I was maybe junior high school, high school, and. I, one reason I, I like the sport, but another thing was I, I felt like I was being cool. I was being cultured, yeah. Watching soccer rather than something else, and it you know it was really really interesting. But I played through high school, uh, didn't follow a lot after that. Like I mentioned before, I went through all the iterations of soccer here locally. I watched. I used to go to team Jacksonville team in games in the old NASL. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pre high school, um, and then all the other the other iterations I missed. But living in England, it gave me the the you know supporting you know the the supporting of your local team and how important that is and there's just no atmosphere like it here still there's nothing that matches it um no. even for like you know a, what is now a championship team i started supporting preston north end when they were the old division three mm-hmm. um but there was still just nothing like that and the armada is the closest thing that i can get to that feeling here of you know you support your team through and through no matter what when the armada was going through you know never winning away you know, yeah, we still stuck with them uh, when they, you know, in ASL folds, we've still stuck with them when the, you know, in the MPSL now still stuck with them. And it's just something that, you know, that, that you get in your, uh, in your, your soul almost. And you, you know, you kind of just have to do it. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. kind of, so um, let's talk a little bit about future. What do you see coming up in the future from your model? Well, I mean, I know that, they're they're working on a stadium, you know, plans and deal right now for for downtown Jacksonville, not far from the football and baseball and everything there. That is going to be a real big change for Armada Future once they're able to have a host venue of their own that they don't have to rent, that they don't have to you know put money in someone else's pocket to use. Um, so I know that that's like the big gatekeep for them to be able to get to a professional league as far as the leagues that are out there. Um, I don't know if we can never really talk about yet about what they're, you know, what league that they're hoping to get in, but if they end up with a bunch of reserve teams as their opponents, uh, you know, that's going to be, I think, frankly, a little disappointing for me, but, uh, you know. Uh, that being said, I'm still going to be able to support them and, right. and watch them play professionally. The things that are important to me as a, as a fan of the club is I want to have a, you know, a full year schedule. I want to have, you know, a broadcast that I can be able to follow for road games, mm-hmm. you know, or home games that I won't be able to make as often as that may be. Right. Um, you know, that's mostly it, you know, so if, if I can get those two things, I'm pretty happy. I would love to be able to play 
you know, or excuse me, I would love for them to be able to play, you know, opponents that I'm more interested in. Like I would love the, the teams that I'm interested in are like, you know, Chattanooga FC, Detroit city, um, you know, even some of the old NASL clubs now in the, uh, now in their own different iterations, uh, right. you know, rowdies, Miami FC, even, um, well, like I said, you know, full year schedule, uh, you know, a broadcast that's reliable and I could follow and don't have to, you know, get Blair Witch camera effect, <laughs> you know, yeah. or, or, or see, you know, a, one of the, one of the team assistants faces take over the camera or whatever. Right. I, I think yeah. that that last game, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of scary like that and did like started out with commentary and then, but the camera wasn't moving and then the commentary stopped and the camera started moving. So I think it was a one man operation. It was either move the camera or, or, or provide uh play by play and talking about future. I, I mean, for me, you know, I, I have invested so much time, energy, money, stress um, with this. I just hope we, you know, we, we keep going and whatever Drama. level that, Right, drama, drama. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I was trying to find a nice way to say that, but yeah, but but drama and everything else. Um, it's become a part of my life. It's part of my, you know, my family life. It's part of just sort of what we do. Um, and it's it's almost like become like a piece of me, you know, if you will. So, and talking about you know future league speculation and stuff and things like that, you know, we we hear lots of things. Lots of things get bandied about. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, it's, it's the, you know, the U S soccer, you know, the landscape of soccer in this country yeah. is always ever changing. Something's got to happen soon for it to sort of level out. Will we ever get to that point? Who knows? Will it be our lifetime? Who knows? Oh, man. You know, you, no. you don't know. So we just kind of take it one thing at a time. Yeah. I don't think I have unreasonable expectations, you know, at all. Right. You know, it's not like, neither of us are asking like promotion relegation or anything like that. Cause yeah. I'll, I, that's not, that's not happening. In that's, my yeah. Opinion. You can follow you know? all of the money. That's never going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would love to just have some interesting opponents. That's all. In addition to, to what I asked for earlier. Right. And be able, like you said, to be able to have a nice way to watch it, watch away games. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking for purely selfish reasons, you know, that's, yeah, I'd like to have a nice place to play at, especially since we've been bouncing around to so many different places. Um, I've been to so many high school football fields for games that I honestly don't mind it anymore. I would, <laughs> I would be totally happy if we were in like a professional club that had just high school venues or something like that. Right, right. It's fun enough for me. But yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know what you're saying because you want people to come to games and they aren't gonna get well, the the volume of people if you do that. Right, and that's a good and a good point as well. Is I want people to understand why you know you committed so much time to this and so much energy and stuff and things like that. And it's always great when you can bring somebody new out and they get it. You know, obviously your other half, you brought her out, she didn't get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying you need to kick her to the curb or anything like that. But it's great when you can find it's great when you can find somebody to bring out and they get it and they see. Yeah. Um, I have some uh, some. Uh, friends well i say friends are also uh teachers at my daughter's uh former school that'll be coming out to the uh, next match this wednesday they've been out to a couple couple of matches and they had a great time and they get it they see it um so but it's always great to have you know somebody come out and 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 get it and you know and 
and then you feel sort of validated for, for all the energy and time that you've put into it. Yeah. I'd like to apologize for the abrupt ending to that last segment. We had some uh, bad weather as well as some technical difficulties. Please stand by for some. Breaking news. All right, since since we started recording uh, the beginning of the podcast, we've got some updates. Uh, The Roots-Pensacola match is over. Final score there, Roots 1, Pensacola 2. And then the other match, which was lightning delayed until Sunday, was Southern States 2, Tallahassee 2. So where does that put us with the Gulf Coast Conference standings? Currently, we have Southern States in first place, New Orleans in second, Tallahassee in third, the Armada in fourth, Pensacola fifth, and Florida Roots in sixth. While we're recording right now, the Jacksonville Armada are taking on the sailors of the HMS, HMS Dauntless of the Royal Navy in a closed-door training match. We have an update from uh, this closed-door training match, and um, in the third period, it is Jacksonville Armada 10, the HMS Dauntless zero. The reason why we say periods is because they're doing a, eleven different uh, Armada players per period, so they're doing three sets of eleven. Um, Armada next play on Wednesday, June fourteenth, hosting the undefeated Tallahassee FC at Hodges Stadium. What's going to be an important uh, point in the season as we reach the halfway mark? We want to thank you all for listening. Please like and subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcast and Apple Podcasts. This is David Dad Johnson signing off saying, Go our Modern.